0: Good night and welcome to the Pink Slip, Taking Back Our Lives motivational workshop featuring author Alethea Brown here at blogtalkradio.com. Be prepared to be motivated and inspired to start your journey to reclaim your life and follow your dreams. Good evening all, I would like to welcome you to our 12th Wellness Wednesday session of the Pink Slip Taking Back Our Lives Blog Talk Radio Show. We greatly appreciate that you have again chosen our program for your listening pleasure today. So as always, first, please allow me to introduce myself for our newcomers. I am your host and speaker, Alethea Brown. I am also the author of Pink Slip Diary of a Black Author, which will be released on ebook and paperback October the 24th, which is literally less than a month away. And as I always remind everyone with this, these sessions that we do, that my objectives with these shows and goals with these segments is just to provide an alternative solutions to all of our everyday problems. And any and all of these comments that I make are based on my personal experience as I continue these journeys with you every week as well. So I always like to just remind everyone that I don't just preach it or just teach it. I live it. These are and have been my struggles and my life's journey, too. So I, I always like to let you know, again, we're going to have Jeff White. He is our fitness expert. So, Jeff, we'd like to welcome to you to the show. Jeff, are you there?
1: Absolutely, positively. Glad to be back. Um, I love the Wellness Wednesday segment for the highlights of my week, and I, I really enjoy the dialogue and conversation that we have. So thank you again for having me back.
0: So it's a given. You're excited about tonight's show too, right?
1: Absolutely, yes. Live callers. This isn't great.
0: So before we get started tonight, and I'm sure Jeff is gonna embrace this sentiment exactly as we would like to just take a moment and say thank you to our listeners. We've had over two thousand six hundred and twenty seven listeners tune in for our show. So Jeff and I will both just like to say a big warm thank you for your continued interest and in support of this program. You agree,
1: Jeff? Absolutely. Yeah, we thank you so much for listening. Um, You know, we started this idea with a dream, you know, just getting out some positive thoughts and messages for everyone, and it's really starting to catch on, you know, and we really appreciate everyone listening, and and we definitely plan on just keep going and going until, you know, until we can't do it anymore.
0: (laughs) Exactly, and I believe until our last breath we're going to work hard to continue and inspire and motivate all that continue to tune in weekly. And, of course, we welcome any uh, comments or suggestions for any segments and recommendations that you would like to make. You can always contact both of us via our Facebook page. Your page, Jeff, is?
1: JW Fitness Solutions on Facebook, and it's um, I have a website, www.jwfitnesssolutions.com.
0: And, of course, you can always reach me through Pink Slip Diary. Um, Everyone knows my website is mahoganyproductions.com, but you can also reach me on Facebook through Pink Slip Diary of a Black Author, which is the title of my book. So now we got all the formalities out of the way. As promised last week, Today's session will include my 30-day weight loss journey updates, as promised. Now, for those of you who've been following me on Facebook, I have been doing my um, update status updates every night around nine nine thirty. So, but before we really get started with that, the 30-day challenge, I just want to remind our listeners, just based on some of the feedback that I have been getting in the inbox on Facebook that the other topics that we'll begin to focus more on. I know the past few weeks we've addressed emotional wellness and how stress relates to it and we focused on the physical and fitness wellness and, and recommendations as well. But I just want to let everyone know that we will start incorporating and returning to focusing um on the tools that you need to transition all different aspects of your life. So we will return to discussing the seven effective steps to transition your life and achieve your, and achieve your goals, and, and helping you transition to the inner you. To be the better you, your hearts are desiring so you can achieve your goals. And we will again focus on overcoming adversity and the emotional baggage that it brings. We incorporate the fitness segments with each of these workshops, because, again, what we're looking at is helping you mind, body, soul. So if you're trying to improve on one, it's going to relate to the other. And so we want to, again, start allowing some time to really get back and motivate you on those in those different areas as well. Uh, we just had a lot of people that were really tuning in to the fitness sessions, but we will get back to completing. We will do a portion of the other wellnesses, emotional wellness, the adversity, and then we will still have a portion of the show where we'll just still get back to the fitness recommendations, encouraging you, getting you going. Um, Some of you may be reaching out to Jeff, and then Jeff will be able to make additional updates in that respect too. So just wanted to let you know that I have been reading your inbox messages, and we will be embracing that in the show again going forward for October. So... Today, as I promised, I was going to give my updates. Um, and I trust that you all enjoy the, the specific topics as they've been relating to your goals. And I'm looking forward to uh, the different people who are finding the courage or waiting to find the courage to share their progress live on the weekly call. So I do understand the hesitation of some people of doing that. So it's okay. We'll wait for you. Hopefully we're not going anywhere anytime soon. So let's get started. Last week I proudly stated it's time that we stop talking about it and get real about it regarding our fitness wellness. And I set a challenge for you all. So for those of you who have enjoyed the inbox Feedbox, uh, feedback with the post that I've made, Officially, my 30 30 days started last week, and as stated for those who are following me on Facebook, I have posted my updates every evening, and I will admit that this first week, I did struggle a little bit with my meal plans, mainly due to my current work demands and schedule, but there's still no excuse, but I am being honest about it, and I'm admitting it. And, and I have to admit, I have to tell Jeff this, too, and he may be a little upset about it. But, Jeff, I just did not get a chance to try those hot peppers yet.
1: What are you waiting for?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you <to> waiting for? <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, try, yeah. though. Yeah, just add them to I your am to try. Yeah, yeah. you'll be glad you did, trust me. So, a, one we, yeah, just keep is, us updated. Yeah, keep us updated so we can hold you accountable, and that will force you to eventually get the hot peppers and stay on your diet, too. It's a great, great that way to I am going to stuff. do that. Yeah. Definitely yeah. going to
0: do that. But one of the things I did incorporate in my diet a good, and Jeff, you and I spoke about this before, too, is strawberries. I finally found a good batch of strawberries. So I did have my fruit twice a day eat with the meals that I did manage to, good. to uh take in cuz I, I and this is another thing too and i know jeff's gonna fuss at me and you're hearing it live because i'm going to be honest about it because of my work schedule i did admit that there were some meals that i skipped weight watchers doesn't approve of it i know jeff doesn't approve of it and i can see his finger shaking right now and um, my head. but <laughs> and so, but we understand and this is the reality of what we all go through when we first, you know, start a challenge like this, is finding a way to make everything work, finding a way to commit to yourself. And and I admit, honestly admit it, that I let my work schedule dictate my meal schedule, which I should not have done, but I have done, and I've been guilty of that for a long time. So, like I said, these are the things I go through every day. I know you're going through them every day, too. So we're working through these together. Only difference is you guys don't have to see Jeff give give you the evil eye. (laughs)
1: Let, let me add to that, Alicia. I mean, it's realistic that you know a lot of us are working forty, fifty, sometimes 60 hours a week, and we get so wrapped up in our work that we we forget to eat. I mean, personally, I can't do that because I'm always hungry and I love to eat. But for other people, that's that's realistic. So just like I was telling you, you know, just have some fruit at your desk. You know, a banana, an apple you know, mixed nuts, you know, something you can just pick up and snack on really quickly so while you're on the go you can just pick it up and get that nutrition that you need.
0: Yep, that's absolutely true because the days that I did manage to, you know, pack extra fruit and things when I had times in between my conference calls um, and was able to walk around with my nectar rings and eat them too so that is definitely uh, a reminder for me of something I should do. But you can't be proud of me of this. I pushed myself to do at least 7 to 15 minutes of the basic workout regimens that I created for myself. So I know you're uh-huh. proud of me about that, right?
1: I'm, I'm always proud of you. I'm just going to push you, but, yes, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anytime.
0: <laughs> and the other thing I was happy for, too, is when I made my status update on the fifth day, I realized that a pair of my pants was loose. Enough for me to wear a belt. I was missing about two inches off my waistline.
1: Awesome. It's working already, see?
0: Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I haven't had a chance yeah. to do that in quite some time. <laughs> so, <laughs> the there will be more. slow, but it's progress. Absolutely. Exactly. It's slow, exactly. but it's progress. Mm-hmm. So now, to the one thing, I know everyone's holding their breath, and I held my breath, and I peeked out of one eye this morning when I weighed my Weigh myself in. I only lost two pounds, but I do know that's not bad. It's also what Weight Watchers notes as a healthy, re- realistic loss—you know, potential each week. So I'm within the Weight Watchers recommendations of a healthy weight loss. So that's a good start for me.
1: Excellent, excellent news. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean a lot of people they think you have to lose a lot at one time, but it, it doesn't work like that for everybody. You know, slow and consistent gains. You keep doing that, and in a month or two months, you'll see a nice improvement in yourself. So that's excellent. Yeah, be happy. Be
0: happy about that. Thank you. So, And and as we keep saying, you know, and what I was reminded of is that it's a given, self-discipline is the key factor in any goal that you set for yourself. Do you agree, Jeff?
1: Oh, self-discipline is the key because you're going to be bombarded with all types of images that are, that are going to try to sway you the other way. You know, you got the commercials. You know, with all the good foods, all the good junk food, the candies. You're going to go to work, and you're going to see your coworkers eating. You know, candy at the vending machine. So, yeah, you have to stay focused and motivated, and determined for your own self. Because, nine times out of ten, everything around you is going to be negative. So, yes, absolutely.
0: And so, and I'm sure you can give us more. Um, ideas and, and sort of examples of self-discipline and, and how it factors into fitness wellness.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. What I what I stress also is, in addition to the physical fitness, it's the mental fitness, the mental
0: toughness that, that goes along with it.
1: So, yes, we can definitely talk about that.
0: And so for all of you that are out there that are listening, um, again, the 30-day journey for you can start today. Um, I started mine last week because I wanted to coincide with my um, annual physical that's coming up with my doctor next month. So these were some of the challenges that I set for myself. Um, my realistic goal is you know, I want to lose at least 40 pounds by January, and if I maintain my two pounds a week, um, I should be able to be pretty close to that goal by January as anticipated. Every week I will continue to share my weight loss goals on my Facebook and I'll discuss them on the show and provide you guys with my way in. And one of the ladies asked me, um, at the end of my journey, as far as my weight loss or the second phase, before the second phase of it starts, in January, will I post a picture of myself? And yes, I will. I will agree to post the the after picture. I haven't decided the before picture yet, but... I will definitely post the after picture on Facebook um, the day of the the end of my challenge here. So, Jeff, you were really great at, at helping us get that mentality that we need for physical fitness and, and always being able to give us scenarios that we're challenged with. So knowing everything that I've been challenged with this week, what would you recommend to some of our listeners tonight? Yeah. Okay, I do have
1: some um, some really good ideas and suggestions. And, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening, and I, and I hope they find this in, in, um, informative tonight. <clears throat> but what I want to tell everyone is um, no matter where you are in your path um, of fitness or wellness or whatever you're doing, um, it's important to maintain two things, um, focus and discipline. And from what I've seen, people start out with the best intentions, you know, meaning they really want to succeed at whatever they're trying to do, you know, in your case is losing weight, you know, for other people to stop smoking, you know, get in better shape, you know, eat better, you know, you know et cetera, et cetera. Um, they're really enthusiastic and motivated and determined, and they have a goal in mind, and, and they know they'll succeed, you know. And so the first week of the journey, you know, they're, it's great. You know, they wake up and they're ready to go. You know, they they got this in the bag. You know, um, they start to get even more confident and maybe even say to themselves, you know, this is easy. You know, I'll meet my goal in half the time. And I know a lot of people like this. I mean, I don't know if you do, but I've seen this over my life a lot. (laughs) You know, and and that's the first week. You know, but after a while, the euphoria, it starts to, to wear off. It's almost like with the New Year's resolutions. You know, people start to get bored or they begin to realize that losing the weight is much more work than anticipated. Or they'll start to have doubts. You know, they'll start saying to themselves, you know, I don't know if I can really lose, you know, all this weight. You know, I don't really think I don't know if I can really stop smoking. You know, or someone close to them that they trust and respect will tell them, you know, this is too hard for you. You know, why are you torturing yourself? You know, just just have one chicken McNugget. I mean it won't kill you. You know, and These little negative thoughts are like seeds of doubt, and I I consider them like weeds in a garden. Um, Eventually, you know, those seeds of doubt or weeds will get bigger and bigger, and if you're not careful, those weeds will just take over your entire garden. So the key here is to monitor your garden, which in this case is, you know, your own mental well-being and your self-confidence level and your mental state. You know, keep those negative thoughts at bay, and don't let them distract you from your goal. And, you know, this is really important when the euphoria wears off and you're not getting the results that you were were originally, or you're not seeing the results at all, or just getting bored with, with with the program. You know, sometimes trying to eat healthy and live a healthy lifestyle can be boring when, like I said before, all your coworkers are eating junk food or, you know, all your friends are going out late, you know, Friday night partying, and you got to get up early Saturday morning to go work out. You know, that can be a real grind on some people. Now, to everyone listening out there, I really don't know what you're trying to do right now, you know, with your plan, but I can tell you that if it was easy, everyone would be doing it and, and succeeding. But the key is to keep that mental focus and determination as strong as when you first started. So, again, no matter what you're trying to do, it all comes down to that mental strength, and I like to call that mental fitness. And and a strong mental resolve can be applied to any situation at any time. And I'll use a, a marathon for an example. Um, you know, we can all agree, everyone listening, that you have to be in excellent physical condition to complete a marathon. But what about the mental strength? You know, what about when you hit mile 18 and you start to get really, really tired or your feet hurt, you get those leg cramps? You know, what about the person who stopped smoking and now they're having those intense nicotine, you know, withdrawals and having those cravings? You know, both of these are examples of mental resolve that help you keep on your path and succeed. And another fact that you must take into account is, you know, your timetable. You know, think of, like, the construction site where, you know, they have the picture up of the finished product and it looks, you know, really good and they have that data to be completed. You know, but think about how many times we've seen that date come and go and it's, it's still not done. You know, it, it just seems like it could take forever to get it done, but eventually it will get done. And so, Alicia, that, that applies to you too. You know, you have your goal weight that you want to hit, but even if you don't hit it at that specific date, don't don't fret. If you see improvement, just keep working, and you know it will come. You know that's just another you know thing about staying mentally strong. You know sometimes we get off track, but that's okay. If you may get off track, but you don't stay off track. And and yeah, as, you, as everyone knows, I'm a triathlete, and we have a long standing joke, and the joke is this: What do you call the first place finisher, and the last place finisher? in an Ironman triathlon, um, you call them an Ironman, plain and simple. Just That's it, an Ironman. So if you go to, think about this, if you go to any type of race, like a, an Ironman or a 5K or a 10K marathon, etc., and you'll see crowds cheering for the participants no matter what place they come in. And you'll see competitors congratulate you, each other on a job well done regardless of their finishing time. Think about this. Have you ever gone to a graduation and said, oh, look at them. It took them six years to graduate. That dummy, you know, his life is over. You know, you've never done that. I've never done it. If I go to a graduation and I see that tapping down, I'm happy for you. I don't care how long it took you. The fact that you accomplished that goal is impressive to me, no matter how long it took you. Quite frankly, I don't care how long it took you. I'm just happy that you've done it. And I've seen competitors in triathlons where they finish the medal, you know, it's proudly as if they came in first place, and they were nowhere near first place. So let me ask you this. Why are these people so happy? If it took them six years to graduate from, from college, why, why is he so happy? You know, shouldn't he be upset it took him, you know, longer to graduate, or he didn't finish the race like he wanted to? And I would, I would say no, they are happy because they completed their mission. In their own personal competition, they won. So what's my point here? My point is you can p- apply this mindset to your personal journey. I mean, I understand that setting a goal time and want to meet it is, is important to you, but sometimes our best laid plans fall by the wayside, and it's best for us to just keep going. And i give you a personal story, Alicia, and everyone listening. Um, I've done quite a few triathlons over the years, and some I've done, you know, quite well, where I either won my division or placed in the top five or top ten. But my best race ever was one that many people would consider my worst race, and it was a half Ironman I did back in 2009. It was um, I had just finished the 1.2-mile swim, and I was um, getting situated on, on the 56-mile bike ride. And in races like these, it's important you keep your fluid intake high so you don't dehydrate yourself and make sure you're eating also. And mind you, this was in Florida. Um, It was the um, Florida Challenge Triathlon. And this is in central Florida in the summertime. So it's very hot and very humid. And central Florida has a lot of hills. So it's important to take supplements to prevent muscle cramps. And I like to take on um, the electrolyte tablets, you know, to keep my um, keep my potassium and everything, you know, regulated so I don't cramp up. So about 20 miles into the bike, I reach for my electrolytes, and as I reach for them, they fall out and hit the ground. Now, mind you, I'm on my bike, and I'm riding about 19, 18, 19 miles an hour. So I'm debating on if I should, you know, stop and turn around and get them. But, you know, I figure I'll be okay. I feel good. I'm just going to keep going. Well, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, and looking back, I should have just stopped and got them because at about mile 35 of the bike, I'm going over a hill, and I get a really, really bad leg cramp in my right leg. I mean, and it was so bad that my leg just locked up, and I, I fell off the bike, literally fell off my bike. And it took me a couple minutes to recover, and I had to walk up the hill slow because of my leg cramp. And I don't know if anyone out there rides a bike or is an endurance athlete, but if you are, you know exactly what I'm talking about about these leg cramps. They're they're intense. So fast forward, I'm at mile 50 now. My legs are, are totally toasted, and I'm walking up the hill. At the at, at, I'm walking up every hill actually at this point because now I have cramps in both legs, and I am dead last in the race. I'm dead last. Everyone says don't come in last, don't come in last, well, I was last. And I know I was last because there was a police car behind me, and the police car is always behind the last person, you know, so they can clear the road and, you know, let the drivers know that, the, you know, the race is just about over. <clears throat> so I'm on the bike for four hours, basically. I'm hot, I'm tired, my legs hurt, and I'm dead last. This is not the race I vision. You know, I'm I'm Jeff, I'm I'm a triathlete, I'm an athlete, you know, I'm in shape. You know, the last thing I thought I would be is dead last in a race. So I finally get off the bike and I start to run. And I can tell you it's very demoralizing when you start to run and you see people finishing the entire race. And I have to go through thirteen miles and they're done. They're going home and I'm just not starting. <clears throat> So I have to admit, I thought about quitting right then and there. I mean, I really consider, you know, it's hot. You know, I can just go home and I can kick up and, you know, I can recover. Because, you know, this wasn't my fault. You know, my legs hurt. I lost my electrolytes. You know, hey, I can just talk it up and save it for another day. But I knew if I did quit, I would regret my decision. I knew if I, lo- I would look back on this day and I would wish I would have finished the race. I just knew it. Even though I was in so much pain, I knew if I stopped now, I would hate myself tomorrow and the next day and the next day because you can't, you can't redo it. So I started walking and walking and walking and more walking. So two miles into the run, my legs started to feel a little better, and I decided to start running. I run for literally four minutes, five minutes, and the next thing I know, the bottom of my feet started to hurt now. Now, if there are any runners out there, um if you know anything about falling arches, you know that hurts. So I had to start walking again and more walking and more walking and more walking. Now, mind you, I'm dead last in this race. I didn't know how far ahead the next person was, and I didn't think I knew I wouldn't catch him walking, so I knew I would just you know walk the rest of the way and At this point, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to take me about three hours, maybe more, to finish this walk. This 13 miles, it's going to take three hours in the Florida heat. If you haven't been to Florida in the summer, it's no joke. So, mind you, I'm humiliated and embarrassed at this point, but I'm going to keep going. You know, I got to do it now at this point. So at mile 10, my feet are on fire. I mean, I just want to lay down at this point. I'm just mentally... Drained. And I'm thinking, okay, this just sucks. (laughs) This truly sucks. And this is the worst race I have ever had in my life. And I finally get to mile 13. It's a 13.1 mile run, or in my case, a limp. And I'm at mile 13, and I see the finish line, or basically what's left of it. They took the banner down. All the bikes are gone out of the transition there, except for mine. That one's gone. You know, people are packing up, the new volunteers are packing up, and you can barely even tell there was a line that day. I mean, at this point, I'm just, like, thoroughly dejected and humiliated. Now, mind you, this really is a true story. The finishing shoot is still up, and there are a couple of people still at the finish line, and they're waiting for me because they know I'm still out on the court. And I had my wife out there and a couple of race organizers. So it, to make a long story short, it took me nine hours to finish this race. Now, the winner finished in four hours, so think about that. They finished in four hours. It took me nine hours to finish this race. So I finally limp across the finish line, and, you know, they started clapping for me. They started telling me, you know, great job, it's so hot out there, but you stuck with it. You know, I'm so mentally drained and out of it, I just started crying. I mean, I was just so emotional at that point because I just, I, I it's so hard to explain. If you've never experienced something like that, On that level, um, it's really hard to put into words, and I'm not a a crying type. I'm really not, but I just started crying at that point. (laughs) And so when I look back, at the time, that was the worst race of my life. I mean, I hated myself. I just wanted to just get in the car and and just curl up and just go to sleep and just get away from there. You know, I was just so ashamed of myself. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to tell anybody what happened. You know, like, oh, you finished, congratulations, yeah, well, you know, I finished. But now, looking back, I am more proud of that race than any other race I've ever done, even the races where I came in first place. And the reason I'm proud of it, which is ties into what we're talking about tonight, is because I didn't quit. I mean, that race pushed me to my physical and mental limits, but I kept going. I mean, I wasn't going to let anything stop me from finishing that race no matter how long it took. And that race taught me a valuable lesson about life and not giving up. I mean, like I said before, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Life is about having mental toughness. And even though your best laid plans fall through, you must have a mental resolve to finish what you start. I mean, that means if you don't get your GED until age 25, or your bachelor's degree until you age 50, or if you don't lose, you know, 30 pounds or 40 pounds by December, you know, or like your goal of Alicia, don't worry about it. You stick with it until you, get, until you get that goal, until you finish that goal. So that one race taught me I can do anything I set my mind to, and no one or no thing is going to stop me. And that's the mental resolve that, Everyone must have. That's the mental toughness you're going to need in this crazy world when you start out on your specific journey. Take that mindset with you wherever you go, and no one will be able to stop you. So, Alicia, I know you haven't done the triathlon, but I know for a fact you can relate to what I'm saying about mental toughness because I know your journey hasn't been a smooth one either. And I know that, you know, you're starting on your exercise plan and your diet plan, so I know you have that toughness too.
0: So Thank you, Jeff. Tell me
1: what you think. Yeah. Well, Anytime. you know,
0: it's, it's true. It's definitely true. Um, we can all understand that. It's like what we've been saying, that once you set your goals, you have to have developed the level of commitment that you want to see it through be it your mental wellness, your emotional wellness, your spiritual wellness, your fitness wellness, you have to have determined that this is a change in your lifestyle that requires a a commitment to yourself. It means changing your habits, trying to avoid procrastination. Say okay, yeah, I know I started yesterday, but I think I want to put it off today because I really feel like I just don't have the energy to do it. And I've, you know, dealt with a couple of days like that. I've been working really long hours, but I wanted to maintain some level of commitment to my goals. So
1: exactly,
0: yeah, you know, we have to really push ourselves. I'm going to reap the benefits from it. I'm going to feel so good. I mean, I felt so good that day that. You know, a pair of pants didn't fit. You know, I was able to put a belt on it. I'm pulling it to, you know, knock the dust off the belt. I hadn't seen it in so long. So those are the little things that we can look forward to. But mm-hmm. you just have to keep reminding yourself that choosing these types of changes in your lifestyle, it requires a commitment to yourself, to your well-being. If you're going to transition to the better you that you know you want to be, that you can be, that you will be, You have to make those commitments and maintain those resolves. So, you know, nothing is a fad. What we're discussing here is a lifestyle change. If you want to improve your lifestyle on any level, it's a change, it's a commitment that you must make to yourself. So set your goals and ask yourself, what are you truly intending to accomplish? You know, what is the purpose of your fitness goals? you know one of my purposes for my fitness goals is i want to lose weight i want to lose weight one because i just know it's going to make me feel better i want to lose weight because my doctor told me based on the medical condition that i have that it is best that my weight is lower than what it is now so and i definitely understand that you know so i want to do that too it's you know not just because of my health but it will improve my health but it also improve how i feel about myself and where I want to be and where I feel I should be physically as far as my fitness is concerned. And how I know I want to age, too. I mean, we all talk about aging gracefully. Well, I can't age gracefully if I'm sitting on the sofa with a Krispy Kreme donut box. And so I'm making a decision to get that, change that, revise, live healthy the way that I used to, and go back to that. So you have to determine... All of the challenges that you know that you will face. But you have to have some type of plan in place to overcome those challenges so that you can meet your commitments to yourself. You know, you have to determine what your options are. You know, I keep telling everyone every week make a checklist. If you're just thinking off the top of your head, chances are you won't remember exactly what order you said you wanted to do something in. But if you make a t- checklist, and you create a list of goals that you want to maintain for yourself, then that's a reminder of what commitment you want to make to yourself to reach your goals, to transition your life, mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever journey that you're on, these are the things that you really should try to implement in your life. And these are the things that Jeff and I try to convey to each of you every week. We both have different ways to do it. I mean, I'm... Proud of Jeff and him with his triathlons, and I believe his son is going to be in one next year. He'll probably be the youngest baby out there doing a triathlon because this is what Jeff loves to do. So, and you know that I, ever since I've known him, he's been a fitness person, and he's known me and my daughter over the years as well, and he knows that. Well, I used to be more, you know physical and active than what I've been telling him about lately. So these are things that we know. But, again, the key word here is knowing someone, having someone to feed off of. It is imperative. And I'm going to say this very clear. It is imperative that whatever goal and challenge that you are facing in your life, the people that you put in your life can help you get there or they can keep you from getting there. You have to determine which ones you want to keep. If you continue to have people in your life that are giving you negative energy, then they'll hold you back. And they're holding you back because you're allowing them to hold you back. And then we sit back and then we start singing our woulda, coulda, shouldas. And we should be past that point now. If you're listening to this show tonight, that means that you're past your shoulda, woulda, couldas. You want to. You will do. You can do. But the people that you have in your life can dictate the success that you have on any journey that you want to go on. And it's helpful to have someone. And if you don't have anyone that you can talk to, feel free to talk to me. You can find me on Facebook anytime. I try to respond to all inbox requests that I get every day. And if you don't know where to start and you've listened to these shows you know that Jeff can get you started, you know, with some type of program. You can find him at jwfitnesssolutions.com, that's solutions with an S, um, dot com, and I'm sure Jeff will be able to come up with a plan for you. He also has videos of some of the regiments that he's created, um, so definitely reach out to him if you don't know where you want to start, but you do know that you want to start. We are a vessel for that for you, and we, um, Definitely appreciate the fact that you're allowing us to be that vessel for you. And we will be here every week to continue to motivate you to get you where you want to go as you begin to transition your life. So in closing, I'm going to let Jeff put us some closing remarks out here for you guys. And um, we're hoping that we're going to have you listening to us again next week and reaching out to us this week on Facebook or all our web pages. So Jeff, in closing, you'd like to leave our listeners with what tonight? Um,
1: stay strong mentally. Um you brought up a very good point. We have known each other for years and one thing I've known about you, even back in was that I want to say that was nineteen ninety seven,
0: ninety eight when we first
1: met you that you wanted to do back then. Mm-hmm. Even back then you want to be an author. You knew that way back then. You wanted to be an author. Now, mind you, we were working at a call center. <laughs> nowhere way here right now. That's right, time customer service. <laughs> and we had our dreams way back then about what we wanted to do. But the key, and this is what's very important, and I really wanted to bring this up to you tonight. The key is when you told me your dreams, I was saying you can do it. You can do it. I was saying that way back then. I I never said to you, oh, please, you can't do that. Why do you think you can do that? You're a single mother, blah, blah, blah. If you have someone like that in your life, you don't need that. I'm not going to, you know, dissuade someone from trying to do something they want to do because you never know what could happen in the future. Now, here we are, fast forward years later, and look what we're doing right now. We went from working together side by side in a call center to hosting a, a radio show. This is her second book. I'm a personal trainer, and we are we have some amazing goals to do really big things, and we motivated each other. That's the key. If someone is just going to shoot down your dreams, even if you know where near that dream, you don't need them in your life. You do not need that person in your life. Find someone who's going to support you. And encourage you, because that's all you need—that encouragement. So, what if hypothetically at least here? What if I said, "Oh, please, you can't do that." Why do you think you can do that? You have, you don't even have the skills to to become an author. If I said that back in 1999, I guarantee you, we would not be here today doing the show together, because you would have been like, you know what? I remember that guy. I will never. Have him working with me ever again in life because he tried to shoot down my dreams way back then.
0: Exactly. Don't ever do that Facebook. to some point. Don't ever do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Facebook friend would have been yeah. null and void.
1: <laughs> null. In, that's right. Null and void. Yeah. So yeah, it, always look for positive people in your life to encourage you and support you, and that's and we're living proof of that. Living proof of that. And if, if anyone who's listening knows us from way back in 99 and 98, they can tell you, oh, yeah, I remember them. <laughs> so that's what, that's what I want to leave you with. And even if, like Alicia said, you don't have someone you can talk to, you can always contact Alicia or myself because we are all about positivity. We're all about uplifting. I am so sick and tired of seeing the negativity on television, the negative TV shows and reality shows of people fighting, I don't have time for that. Lisa, I know for a fact you don't have time for that, and a lot of people listening don't have time for that. We're trying to do something. We're trying to build something positive that can make us feel good inside and and radiate out to make other people feel good. That's what we're trying to do here. That's what everyone listening, that's what you can do as well. You just have to believe in yourself, even if no one else does. Just like with my race, my triathlon, I had to do that. No, If I had got any help, you know, I would have got disqualified. <clears throat> that race was a microcosm of my life or life in general. I was hurting. I was out there alone. But I had to pick myself up, and I had to do what I had to do. And when I finished, that's when people could help me. They could help me. They could carry me to my car. They could, you know, give me food. But for those nine hours, I was out there by myself, and I had to do what I had to do. And so for some of you out there listening, you may not have anyone out there to help you, but you can pick yourself up and you can do what you have to do. And when the time is right, those positive people will come into your life. So I leave you with this. Stay strong, stay positive, stay motivated, and just know that it can be done.
0: It absolutely can, and the people that you have in your life really sometimes are the the barrier to where you go or where you come from. So if you have someone you can reach out to, um, they can help you along with your journey and provide you the positive uh, motivation that you need, then that is great. If you don't, that doesn't mean give up. That means be your own strength. You know, and we will help you with that. We'll help you transition to find that inner you so that you can maintain a positive mentality and strengthen your emotional wellness because you can't continue to go through with negative thoughts. You know, you don't want to discourage yourself because of any of these things that people say, oh, girl, you've been talking about that for years. You ain't done it yet. Well, I haven't done it yet. doesn't mean I'm not going to do it at all is the response that you can give back to them. So, yeah, it took me a while, you know. I had to learn some things. And it's just like with, you know, Jeff, I told him, you know, I've been writing screenplays since I was 22. You know, I put some things on the back burner to be a single mom. And when the opportunities presented themselves again, then I jumped right back on it. And I am happy for it. I was Delated the first book that came out earlier this year You know, it was a dream come true um, I've always been a motivational speaker uh, Created a organization for single mothers when I lived in New York And my book and this show um, is based on that It is based on what I have learned and I have succeeded as a single mother And any the struggles that I've overcome That I know are very similar to other women and some men that have um, dealt with adversity in different ways. So, you know, no negative thoughts. You can accomplish what you're looking to. You can succeed in any goals that you set for yourself. Just don't discourage yourself. Don't allow anyone else to discourage you. Create your checklist of what you want to do, what you will do. You know, remind yourself that this is a huge Accomplishment to maintain your weekly, your daily tasks so you can reap the benefits, you know, I'll leave you this in closing. If you need more motivation, if you need words of wisdom, you can find me on Facebook, Pink Slip, Diary of a Black Author. Um, I'm documenting my journey and I'd be happy to follow along with you on your journey. You know, I look forward to the comments. Um. I urge you, follow your dreams and live your best life. Until next week, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. We look forward to speaking to you again next week. Good night.
1: Good night.